Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we are here together to go deep on the law of attraction as you all know every week we come back and we love to talk about the law of attraction in a way that is applicable that is delicious that is in a way that actually can make a difference in your life today and we love metaphysics we love um, understanding principle with a capital p but we also like to remember who we really are right we like to remember our divinity this is an hour dedicated to waking up remembering who you are, and then diving deep into the creative process so that you can, you know, pat yourself on the back and say, I did that. (laughs) No matter what shows up, you did that. (laughs) So we'd like to have a good time with um, specifically the leading edge teachers known as Abraham. We are the um, we are the I want to say the groupies. That sounds kind of funny. (laughs) I would definitely hang it out. It could back, be worse. Back. It could be worse, right? I, there's worse bands to be groupy about. We do love the leading edge teachers, and we consider Abraham Esther Hicks, Esther Hicks' work um, to be quite leading edge and really fun to talk about, and just sort of a launching point to go deeper on what it is. You know, why are we here? What what is it about these laws, about the the spiritual work, about the metaphysical work? Why why are we here? What do we love it. I know for myself, it's the excitement of waking up to my co-creative powers and really seeing that the physical universe is a is very much a hall of mirrors. And it is reflecting um, who I am in many dimensions, and allowing me to discover parts of myself um, that have been unknown to me. So it is um, exciting for some of us not everybody. You know, we were talking about this the other day. I was talking with a coworker. I was like, you know, not everybody gets off on this stuff. <laughs> and not everybody needs to know it. You know what I mean? You can live a perfectly happy life and not know the law of attraction. You're still live. Do you know what I mean? Heather, it's like, sometimes- well, I guess you can if you don't know what you don't know. But I, I if I had a to now, I'd be like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I know. We know too much. We know, <laughs> we too, know much. too much. But but I think there's a lot of people who just are happy and they have their goals and sure they have, you know, troubles and tribulations and they take it in stride and they figure it out. But I know sometimes uh, we can get a little overzealous and wanting to share the law of attraction. And, and I am always a little bit cautious about that because I feel like if this resonates with you and it's, and it's really something that you love, you're going to f- find the information. People, places, you know, are going to 
are, are going to be available to you. And, and that's what this show is about. It's really about connecting and resonating with people who are interested in going deeper, who are interested in co-creating their lives with spirit, with source, understanding the science of metaphysics, waking up to the fact that um, there is scientific evidence to support this these spiritual laws that have been around for ever. Um, but I think that's the, the fun part for me is, is just to, you know, to remember my power, but also the fact that we're not alone in this, that there are energies and um, consciousness that is higher and more evolved that is guiding us. I think that's also, does that, is that part of it for you too, Heather, is just knowing you're not alone in this? <laughs> I think that's everything. And I mean, I know that each person's on their own path and and all of us are different. Um, and I, I'm really big into um, having my palms read and I'm from the School of Service. And the School of Service, my, my whole thing is all about my connection to source. So I base my whole life on that, whereas other people probably don't. But knowing that you're not alone, for me, is probably the one thing that keeps keeps me like in that essence of surprise and delight, like what's going to be coming to surprise and delight me because I'm, I have somebody in, you know, my partner in crime here. Exactly. <laughs> my entourage, my spiritual, <laughs> my spiritual entourage has, you know, is, is really quite an extraordinary group of non-physical beings to carry around with. And, um, and also, I think that it's a way for us to focus too, because if we know, as we talked about on last, last week's show, if our only job is to connect to source and then everything comes from that, I think it helps focus our attention because it is really easy to get spread very thin in this modern day where there are so many obligations and expectations and things happening in the world and things that seem um, that are seemingly out of our control. I think in a way it's real, it, for me, it relaxes me to know that I don't have to figure that all out, that really my job is to connect to that broader knowing and then allow it to um, influence and inspire and, and really guide me to the best possible life that I'm looking for. Um, I do want to give a, a little shout out to a book that I that Heather and I were just talking about before the show that I find interesting. And, and what we like to do on the show is bring you more resources and, and ways to delve into the law. And sometimes these books are um, are relevant to the Abraham work. Sometimes they're a compliment. Sometimes they have some little different perspectives, but it's all good. I've been reading um, Total Law of Attraction by Dr. David Che, C-H-E. And if you have a Kindle or you have an ebook reader, um, the the digital version's of $1.99 on Amazon. So it's a really good deal. But he has been talking uh, a lot about the scientific evidence behind the law of attraction, which I love, the quantum physics of it. And he kind of breaks it down and, into some pretty simple terms. But this understanding of parallel realities is, has been kind of intriguing me. And, and basically what science is uncovering, and it's what we talk about all the time, is the fact that there is no one reality, that there are actually millions and millions and millions of potential realities that come into physical and, you know, they're waves of energy. There's a lot of potential waves of energies. And when certain waves come together, and with our consciousness, then they break into what we see as physical. But if you like the scientific stuff, if you like to hear about the evidence 
um, check out Total Law of Attraction by Dr. David Che. And, um, I think that's also the website, Total Law of Attraction. And, and, you know, email us info, um, things that you get out of it or things that you might agree or disagree with. There's some interesting perspectives there. He gets a lot into the subconscious, which is not something that Abraham dives into very much. So it's kind of fun. Um, sorry, the subconscious, which is something that Heather and I find very fascinating, uh, with, um, Heather being a hypnotist, not a hypnotist. Therapist. <laughs> I'm losing my words tonight. A hypnotherapist. <laughs> but, you know, you could also become a hypnotist if you wanted to. <laughs> a, guy, a guy at the bank asked me if, if I could teach him how to hypnotize his employees so that they wouldn't start barking and quacking when people came in the bank. I'm like, oh, great. This is what hypnotists do, I think. <laughs> And you're like, no, no. <laughs> but I think it is interesting to talk about the the subconscious mind and how it how it works on this more of emotional level, um, and and how that very much is energy that we talk about here. Now tonight on on today's show, what we want to focus on is this interesting journey between believing something, which is a kind of energy, to knowing something, and and why is that important? Well, we know that the more stable a vibration is and the more consistent a vibration is, the more that we're able to bring things into the physical reality and enjoy them on the physical plane, if you will. So what's interesting about moving from belief to knowing is that when you know something, you're much more apt to find that experience coming into your physical because it is consistent vibration. To know something is a stronger vibration than to just believe something. And so there is a question, how do you move from believing something to knowing it? And I, frankly, I like the experience of knowing something. And believing feels, I don't know, it feels like a weaker position to just believe. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? What what do you feel, Heather? What like what what does belief and knowing feel like in your body? What's the difference for you, the two? Well, you know, I always think about Abraham's be- the definition of belief is just thinking a thought, uh, the same thought over and over and over again, and it becomes a belief. And so, when you think something over and over and over again, it becomes a belief. It might just be something that you've been kind of programmed to think or. It, it might not have something to do with your essence, like mm-hmm, what you know mm-hmm. is who you are as a spirit in your body. You know, like you, when you know something, you feel it, you own it, you be it. And it's just, it is so, you know, it is, it, there's just no doubt. But just because you say, well, my belief is, or I believe, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes when people are talking and they say, well, I believe this, or I believe that, you almost think that they're saying it because they want to convince themselves they believe it. Exactly. Where when you know something, when you know something, you almost don't even have to talk about it. You don't convince, you don't, you don't convince, you don't describe, you don't cajole, you don't defend. It just is. And I think that it's hot. It's really tied to our higher truth. You know, it's it's that big T versus the little T, you know, it is that divinity. I want to feel like there's, there's a, a spirit knows, spirit doesn't believe. Do you know right. what I mean? Spirit knows. And so when we know something, I think we hang out with that higher vibration. Um, and we get to then feel some of, of the benefits of being in that consistency. And, um, 
And of course, it's not something you can do 100% of the time in everything in your life, because there needs to be a little contrast. There needs to be a journey, you know, uh, but I think you hit it exactly is that beliefs sometimes can serve us and sometimes they don't. But knowing when it comes from the divine understanding always serves us in big, beautiful ways. Uh, and I think that's the part where I want to know, you know, how do I move when I when I have a strong, positive belief, and I want to anchor it more consistently in my life? What is the journey to knowing it? And and I think um, one step, one first initial step is to think about what it is in your life that you do know, mm-hmm. like no one can talk you out of, like someone's, you know, like, how much you love your kids. No one's going to talk you out of the fact, you know, you love them. You know, no one's going to say, well, I don't know. I think you should. I'm just laughing because somebody trying to talk you out of that, you know, (laughs) it's hysterical, right? I mean, that's exactly what knowing feels like. It's an, it's an anchoring. It's something that you can't get knocked off from. Um, it's, it's a part of you. Again, it's that, I think it's that solid divine platform and it feels good to know things. Um, so, so one of the things is start to explore, what do you know for sure? As Oprah would say, <laughs> what do you know for sure? And then allow the feeling of that to really resonate in your body. And then think of something that you just believe to be so. And then feel what that feels like. And then, and then imagine that there's a journey that we want to travel, um, from being able to be more sure. I mean, I think that's part of it too. It's just to feel assuredness about who you are and your connection to source and the consistency that I love that word consistency because I really think it is the key to um, living a fully expressed life is is that consistency of expression, that consistency of knowing, that consistency of turning the other cheek to um, what is wanted versus what is not wanted. It, I, I do, you know what I mean? It, it's something where the law of attraction really only works if you're consistent with it. Yeah. Um, it's a biggie. Yeah, and I mean, as you're talking, I'm thinking about this in more depth and I have not read the book yet. So I just bought it right before we talked. (laughs) Don't you love it? Um, Love technology. (laughs) Yes. And if you don't have a Kindle, you can actually read it right on your computer because as I was buying it, it just popped up on my machine. Um, So I was thinking about what you're talking about, what you know and what you believe. And I almost feel like when you know, you can believe a lot of things, but you don't really need to know as much. Like you don't really have to have the 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 knowingness about a lot of things just about some core stuff you know what are the core things that you really have to know you know what is true what is what do you what did you say about oprah um what do you know for sure what do you know for sure she says that a lot so what do you know for sure like i feel like if i know for sure i am source and i know for sure source sources with i'm source and sources me and we're always connected and i'm never alone I don't really need to know a whole lot more. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like true. I it's true. have some core knowings that kind of cover so mm. many other things that, you know, it just, it changes it up a lot. It's a blanket. I get that. Yeah. It's really a blanket that covers a lot of what you need to know, 
what you, who you need to be. I mean, um, you're right. You, there isn't a ton of stuff that you, that you can anchor into that knowing place because when you've got one or two that are really strong, who you are and who sources and the relationship between the two, well, you're halfway there. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, like all you know. is well. If you if if you really know all is well and you know that everything's taken care of and there's an abundance of all things available to you, like, okay, I, I'm pretty good right there, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Those are absolutes uh, that Unity, the Unity teaching speaks a lot about. And those are, again, those, those principles that we can really go back to and cling to. Um, in, in our everyday life. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll listen to some Abraham as we talk about moving from a place of belief, which is a little bit like building your house on sand to solid rock. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Uh, 
Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Heather and Ray here on Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio. I also want to call attention to a couple of websites before we get too deep back into the next part of our show. Um, check out uh, our website at everydayattraction.com and join the email list if you'd like to get some more information um, from us. And we're going to be doing some events in 2014 that we'd love you to participate in. And also, I want to remind you to check out Heather's website if you're interested in hypnotherapy, but also um, Heather is a channel and she is able to bring forth some really beautiful wisdom specifically for you. And you can go to her website website at resetyourmindset.net and uh, and grab an appointment with her and really take advantage of, of the work that she does in this world, of which I'm so, so appreciative. Um, before the break, we were talking about the movement from belief to knowing and the importance and the, and really the excitement of living a life of knowing who you are and where you are and what it is that you're here to do. It's just a lot of fun because then it's, it's in a strange way when you're anchored in your knowing, you can actually be very adventurous in who you hang out with and where you go. I think in when you're deep in your knowing of who you are and your connection to source, you can actually be a lot more free in the world um, because you have that anchor and that solidness. And so it is exciting to move from believing in who you are to knowing, to believing in source and all that there is, to knowing source and all there is, to believing in abundance, to knowing abundance. It's a powerful journey. And we're going to turn to our favorite channels here and and listen a little bit to what they have to say. Um, Again, this is uh, a little bit from an Abraham Hicks workshop. And we encourage you as we do every week, as we give you just a little appetizer of some of the things that they do to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and just buy a bunch of stuff that they record, or if you can attend one of their workshops, which is exquisite. But for right now, we're going to listen into a, a recent workshop in 2013, talking about this really delicious journey from believing to knowing. Here we go. Thank you for choosing me. Uh, I have two questions. One, I guess, is more personal and one is more scientific. Uh, My personal question is, I have had similar philosophies to what you're teaching for many, many years. Um, A friend introduced me to you, and it's helped close the gap on many of my points of my philosophy. And I guess my big question is, I believe... And yet I know there's also another step for me in the knowing. As like I know my children, that I know that I love them. I don't have to believe. And I wonder if there's a process that would help me move from the believing of what I believe into the knowing of what I believe. Someone sat in the hot seat a few weeks ago and said, there are a few teachers that I'm studying and they are similar you are one of them Abraham he said but some of them don't believe in law of attraction and then he said but I don't think they really understand it and we said well it's not possible that they understand it if they don't believe it because there's no evidence to the contrary of it anywhere and then we said something very profound and accurate and extremely clever (laughs) 
<laughs> law of attraction will help them to prove there's no law of attraction. Because whatever you believe is your vibrational point of attraction and things that match that just keep coming to you. So when Esther first was visiting with us, she had a little bump over our stubbornness when she was talking about something that was true that she didn't want to live. And she would say, but it's true, so therefore I think I should talk about it. And we were explaining to her that there are a lot of things that are true that you don't want to practice a vibration about. So, a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. And knowing is just a thought that you've been thinking even longer when you know something. But maybe it would be accurate to say that you could hold a vibrational belief of something. Start again. When you focus on something and you don't contradict it for as little as 17 seconds, another thought joins it. And momentum begins. When you hold it for another 17 seconds, another thought like it joins it and more momentum. Another 17 seconds, which takes you across the 68 second mark, that's when true momentum begins. Now it's not strong enough for manifestation, but it's strong enough that now you're on a roll and now you'll be more likely to be able to find another thought. Now we would not say that you would move from belief to knowing with that little focus. But we would say that more momentum has gotten underway. So what kind of focus does it take for something to go from belief to knowing? Well, let's call it, just for sake of example, let's call it manifestation point. In other words, when you believe something, you're not looking at evidence of it, but you understand the law, you've been consistent enough in your thoughts, so that the thought comes easily to you. The thought comes often easily to you. Eventually, is enough momentum that happens that then there is a manifestation that brings the knowing. And there is nothing in all of the universe that we want more for you, or that Esther wants more for her grandchildren, than for you to understand that that focus and therefore that subsequent feeling nets these results. And you've hit upon the most important thing. It's the knowing that you're reaching for. Because in that knowing you have complete resonance with the source within you. You see, you were source energy before you came into this physical body. And in coming into this physical body, you sort of split from that source energy a bit. With very good reason, because you wanted to explore the contrast, because the expansion of the universe is important. So in knowing what you don't want, you ask for more, and the source within you became it immediately. The question is, did you? And the answer is no, not usually. So that split still exists. But by reaching for that high-flying disk, you can find the resonance with who you are. And complete resonance with the source within you is what knowing is. And that's the prize that you're all always looking for. Now, some side benefits. When you find that resonance and you've moved from hope to belief to knowing, the manifestations are flowing into your experience too. 
So if you're going after the manifestations, then that's a good way to get there. But if your objective is the manifestations, now you're shooting yourself in the foot a little bit because your awareness that the manifestation that you seek hasn't happened yet, so now you're introducing unnecessary resistance into the equation. Are you following? Where if you're reaching for the resonance, if you're reaching for the feeling, if you care about how you feel, if it's that knowing that you're reaching for, not the having, not the doing, it's the knowing that you're reaching for. And what are you knowing? Knowing the fullness of who I am, knowing the love of who I am, knowing the energy of who I am, knowing the God force within me, knowing the invincibility that I am, knowing then the reason that I'm here, and knowing... The all is possibleness of life. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Knowing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I mean, you could feel the resonance. Uh, I love that word too. Let's talk about that word a little bit in the context of what they were talking about. When you resonate at the level of knowing you are married to your source. You, you awaken to the vibration and the resonance of source. And that's why it feels so darn good. You know, um, to know something is to resonate with your source. It doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) Yeah, you are one. I mean, it's that whole thing that when I when I channel the joyous ones, they always say, we are you and you are us, and we are the joyous ones. It's like, oh, yeah, we're all one in that knowing. <laughs> exactly, and it's really not the manifestations that we're reaching for, although they're fun and wonderful, and they prove that, you know, we are in co-creative, you know, objectivity here. But what's so interesting is that we're not reaching for the manifestation for the sake of the manifestation, but we're reaching for the manifestation as evidence of the resonance and the connectivity and the the knowing that we have that is anything is possible. Knowing that we are truly invincible, eternal. I mean, life gets really fun when you can anchor those tenants, when those things are strong within you, you can stretch, you can be vulnerable, you can take risks, you can be with people who are negative. Ooh, really? <laughs> not that you would want to, but you could. <laughs> you could. It's like they don't bother you. I right. mean, it's like you're not trying to convince or cajole because you're just locked into that resonance of source. You know, it really is. It really gets interesting because there's nothing more exciting than being with people who resonate with who they are, who know who they are. I mean, let's think about that for a moment. You know, think about someone in your life who, for the most part, it's not perfect, but they know who they are. It's so exciting to be around them. It feels so, it's attractive, isn't it? It is, it is so much fun and delicious and, and really inspiring, not because they're magical but because <laughs> but because there isn't all that frayed kind of running around trying to convince trying to um cajole trying to you know trying to make something happen there's a solidness to that energy that of course it's what source is so it's very attractive you They're know vibrating yeah and there's no split ends 
You know how they talked about that? There's no split energy where it's confusing and doesn't feel good in the body. When you say one thing and mean something else, I mean, when somebody says something and yet you feel that they're really not fully behind what they're saying, it's uncomfortable. There is that split energy and you spend a lot of time trying to figure out who you are in relationship to that split, you know, (laughs) it's just not, it's not as intoxicating and fun. And, um, you know, and also I think what's interesting about, um, you know, that we're really ultimately reaching for source in everything that we do. We're reaching for that knowing. So to have the knowing first, then the manifestations, become they kind of go into the place that they're supposed to be, which is just the fun of it, just for the ride, just for the confirmation. It's not the essence of what we're reaching for. And it kind of simplifies it in a way, you know. Well, is when we get that, that understanding that we're not wanting something because of what we really think because of the thing, right. <laughs> we're wanting something because of the feeling. And then when we understand that we can get that feeling in so many different ways and resonating with source pretty much gives us every feeling we could ever imagine wanting. Right. Right. It's so it's really interesting. It simplifies so, everything. Yeah, it does. And then it simple. And then the action world does become exciting because you're not striving. You're not proving. You're really in the flow of of the of the anything possible. I'm invincible. You know, even if I get it wrong, I get it right. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, you can't mess up too much. You can't get too far away from, um, you know, the truth of who you are. I, and that that's really, I think, the most creative place and the most intoxicating place to be in the sense that, you know, you you're anchored and then you can fly. It's a, it's kind of an interesting combination of that. Um, but and I want to want to talk about again the word uh, consistency, because what happens when a belief turns to knowing there is some consistency that is important. It is an exercise. It is a discipline. It is a discipleship to one's own knowing. And, and I really think that we don't give enough, um, credit, if you will, to the consistency of our practice on a day to day, everyday basis on how we are connecting to this knowing, um, and, and really anchoring in our thoughts consistently and not allowing circumstances to kind of blow us around like the wind. Um, I do think that like anything, Abraham talks a lot about 30 days, you know, they, they really talk about doing something consistently so that you can begin to get the feeling of what that benefits you on the resonance level. So it is really fun to kind of dive into this a little bit more specifically. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the importance of moving to the, the energy of knowing, but also how to keep in a positive momentum, even if it feels like things have gotten a little slippery. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. Do you think you know all you want to know about characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? 
or that the best love story in the Bible begins with a declared commitment of two women. The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from an historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of the lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life. Only at Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Heather and Ray here on Everyday Attraction, Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. And we're so happy that you're here with us. Um, before the break, we were talking about the importance of knowing. And I want to just finish up this track that we were listening to from Abraham about the journey and the excitement of living in an energy of knowing. So let's finish this up and, and we'll talk more about it. We want you to know what we know. And we know everything you want. We know all that you've become. And we never stop offering a vibration in as many words as Esther can find to help to lead you there. We want you to know who you are. And that's what you want to. And when you know it, then you stand in your invincibility. And you feel competition with no one because... Because when you know what we know, then then it's just more wonderful things. Just the process never ending. Never ending. Sometimes humans are a little frustrated because we say, well, you sift and you know what you don't want, you know what you do want, but you're not a vibrational match to it. And then you work to become a vibrational match and then you stand in that knowing and then it manifests. But along with that comes a whole new set of contrasting experiences that causes further expansion. So you never quite get it done. You're always reaching into that which you have become. But when you get to this place that you are, and this place that you're wanting to converse with us about, when you get to this place where you know about law of attraction, and you know about momentum, and you know about focus, and you 
know about your emotions. And even though you sometimes aren't doing it, you still know you could. When you know it, when you know it, when you have this knowledge, then you don't even mind standing in a place that you don't want to be because you just call it a beautiful step one moment that's causing you to bounce into another place. When you have this knowing, then there's no fear, then there's no reluctance, then there's no danger ever. In other words, it's what everyone is reaching for. It's what you all find when you reemerge into your knowing. We just don't think you should have to croak to do it. <laughs> really good. What else? Yes. What else? Oh, it's all right there. Isn't it? It's just all right there. And and um, I love their little, um, their little rampage there uh, about this idea of, you know, once you know what you know around who you are and why you're here, then it doesn't even matter when you mess up. It doesn't matter when you don't get it right because you know you can. You don't even mind to be in a place where you don't have what you want. You don't mind being on the journey. Because you know. Because you know, <laughs> you, you know you can't. you know. Yeah. So, so talk about awakening to the now. You know, you're not living in the past. You're not striving for the future. You're so fully present in the now because you know it's coming. You know you're going to be, um, del- you know, surprised and delighted. Uh, and in the meantime, when things get wonky and curves come and chaos happens and and even contrast has its way with you there is even in that storm uh, an eye of of calm you know because you have practiced the consistently knowing of who you really are and your connection to this broader energy this endless um energy that is beyond comprehension. You've anchored yourself to that. And I just think, you know, then there's no fear. There's no reluctance. There's no danger, really. Right. I mean, really, I mean, if you think about sucking fear, reluctance and danger out of your day, <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to Disneyland, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Well, and the other come up for me or doubt shame, guilt, you know, you suck all that stuff out. <laughs> You're just a being of light. And it, and actually, you know, it's so funny because as I'm listening to them and listening to you, all these things go flashing in my head and I see these pictures of things and it reminds me of um, that in sales, I think I, both of us have been in sales for so many years, you know, that old saying, fake it till you make it. And I always used to think like, well, I can't fake it till I make it because they're going to know that I haven't made it yet. Well, well, what is making it? Like if you know you've already made it, just, you know, the truth right. hasn't shown up in I the just... mail yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, it's like that kind of double-edged sword. Like it, does it, is it really being a fraud or is it just that you know it's already done? It's already <laughs> it's already. <laughs> and what, what happens when you know um, – that you can't get it wrong because you never get it done, as the Abrahams would say. You actually get to um, experience a level of joy in life that otherwise it's hard to attain when you're being pushed around by fear, reluctance, and um, and danger. (laughs) 
think you're always getting it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, And I think that you get smaller. Your world gets smaller when you, um, you know, don't have that broader knowing because you're trying to control, you're trying to protect, um, you know, you're trying to save things, um, you're trying to convince and it, all that stuff just takes so much energy where, where when one stands in the knowing and says, well, I know it's on its way. So I might as well just enjoy the journey. I might as well be happy where I am now. So I can be happy where my money is now. Because if I'm on my way to abundance, you know, who cares? Um, I can enjoy my body now. If I'm on my way to having the body that I want and having it feel the way that I want, then I can I can be okay with where I am now because no one's saying it'll never come. It's just not here at the moment. So I can relax. And ironically, or not so much, um, when we have that knowing that the manifestation comes faster. So yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a win-win. Check is in the mail, baby. Check is in the mail. Um, and there, and also this idea of it is in the journey that one can squeeze out more joy. You know, it is in the journey to the experience of the knowing while having the knowing that it really gets interesting. But they also talked about, you know, we want you to know what we know. So source energy in the form of Abraham is saying, we just want you to know what we know, because from this broader perspective, from this general, broad perspective, you really can get a fantastic view of who you are and why you're here and just chill. (laughs) Yeah. Just relax. (laughs) This is way more fun. Um, than you're allowing it to be. Um, and even this idea of no competition, I mean, no real competition, because when you know there's no real competition, then you can actually be competitive and it'll be fun. You know, it's like no one's at, there's no one's life at stake. It's more like, well, let's just see, you know, who gets to, who gets there first. But there is no pie that goes, you know, uncut. There's always more and more pie. So, wow. Uh, even in business, you can become so much more fierce in your excitement and in your ability to produce if you know that um, competition is really something that just, you know, is fun. And it doesn't mean that somebody has to lose because there's always another game. I like that. There's always more. Um, and so, you know, therein lies this understanding that that really the only thing you're ever wanting, really ever, is this knowing. I, I think that's kind of the everyday takeaway today is that you may think you want the body, the car, the husband. You may think that you want all those things. And yes, those are wonderful. But really what we're striving for is the peace that comes with the remembering and the perspective of source of the broader sense of the of who we are and why we're here, you know? Yeah. It just yeah, really... without the resistance, you want to just I, I mean, it's like you want to just know and not like waver and not Phil, well, what if, what if I'm wrong? What if it's not true? What if I'm not enough? 
What if I am stupid? What if I'm never happy? Yeah, I know. Uh, what if he never comes? What if it never happens? I mean, just like, well, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago and it comes up again in my mind that, you know, when we think of the roller coaster and the only reason the roller coaster is fun is because we ultimately know we're safe. Yeah. For the most part, <laughs> you know, and so we can take those deep dives. We can take the big hills. We can move up the hill. We can fly down the other side and we can let our wa- our arms kind of wave and scream our heads off because we know <laughs> that we're locked in um, and that all is truly well. Uh, but in two minutes, you know. it's going to be all over. <laughs> it's going to be all over. <laughs> but, you know, isn't that interesting where they had talked about um, that's really what happens when we die and when we make our transition into our true remembering is that we come into the, the full knowing. Isn't that yeah. interesting? I mean, that's heaven, right? Yeah. Uh, I have this whole obsession with loving the process of coming in and coming out of leaving and in joining these bodies of ours and so much sadness and and worry and concern when people pass and I just get like a sense and a feeling of what it feels like for them and it's like this really exciting wish you know it's like why are we so sad about this it's such it's so beautiful (laughs) it's a heaven it's a heaven yeah and um, I mean it's wonderful to be able to experience that heaven and being physical. I think that's sort of the yes. ultimate ride. Yes. But it doesn't mean that that the transition is an exquisite into that heavenly knowing. And especially if, you know, if someone is transitioned who is really struggling and they had been practicing thoughts that were um, very shaky and understanding who they are and were, and were practicing beliefs that didn't serve them. And, you know, momentum is momentum. The mind um, and, and the, the momentum of thoughts can really create a hell on earth, no doubt. And, um, and in a way that sometimes the transition is the path of least resistance to, to really going back to the knowing. Yeah. Um, and, and there is, I know for myself, when I hear of people who transition, quote unquote, before their time, um, you know, I do bring, it does bring me some solace to think of the relief that they felt, um, you know, especially if they struggled on this side. And, yeah. and there is just sort of that understanding that that's actually the prize for all of us <laughs> is to go into the permanent knowing. <laughs> and, uh, and that's really, a, a, that brings me peace too. But it also f- makes it very simple as to what my goal is every day, you know, um, is how much time can I spend in the knowing? And, you know, it's certainly not 100% of the time. I mean, some days it's like, I'm in the knowing till breakfast, and then all bets are off. (laughs) I go into the, the amnesia of forgetting who I am and befalling to the weakness and befalling to the seeming chaos. And, and yet we, um, those of us who have chosen to study this work and to really make it a part of our lives can always go back <laughs> and remember, which is, is just is really the grace of God, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, and laughing. Oh, my gosh. I'm so thankful for this work because I never laughed as much as I do now because it's just everything's funny to me. 
It is. Like, like, oh, look at me resisting that. That's funny. Oh, look at me enjoying that. That's funny. Oh, look. (laughs) It's so true. All great. There is a levity um, when the drama (laughs) becomes more of a story than the truth. Um, There is a lot more levity that can come in. And uh, I also love to the knowing of the eternal nature of who we are. I mean, I don't even think in our current mind, we can grasp the concept of eternity and the idea that, um, that we come and go and come and go and come and go and come and go. And we'll continue to do that. There is something, if that knowing um, brings you peace, uh, there is an opportunity to, to have a lot more levity, you know, to not take everything quite as seriously as we do when there is that, you know, idea of, of it ending, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is, it is a pleasure. It's like a warm blanket, isn't it? To just sort of surround yourself with the knowing. And, um, and it, at the same time, it's also um, the most courageous one can be because you can in really step out of your comfort zone because you know, you've got, you know, spirits got your back. Uh, Well, we've actually come to the end of our hour. I hope that you've heard something this hour that will bring you some comfort and some aha moments and also something that you can take into your week and uh, help you squeeze more joy out of your day and be able to really enjoy the people and the places and the circumstances that you call your life. Uh, It doesn't get any better than this. And so we can claim it in this moment on this day, that life is truly good and always, always, always getting better. Thank you, Heather. I just say, Ray, you are amazing. You are so much, your joy wrapped up in a body. You are just like my joy. And I'm so appreciative and thankful for you. Oh, Um, thank you. That's, oh, I love you so much. Oh, right back at you, sister. Thank you for spending this time. And we thank you all for being with us this hour. It means a lot to come together and, uh, and just revel in this understanding. So we'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Be well. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. 
We will discuss through lecture, live interviews, and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Anytime a situation seems confusing or hopeless, most likely I am viewing it from a perspective of human limitation. Instead, I have the innate power to see any circumstance from a spiritual perspective by turning to God in prayer. If I am seeing only problems and not solutions, illness and not wholeness, lack and not abundance, I sit quietly in the silence and reestablish my oneness with God, affirming wisdom, wholeness, and abundance. I begin to see things differently. At one with infinite possibility, I scale the heights of human awareness and view the world as from above, expressing oneness with God in all that I think, say, and do. I allow my spirit to soar. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word, inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. Hello, Unity Online Radio. Yes, I was wanting to know if I can listen to Unity Online Radio on my smartphone. Actually, yes. iPhone and Android users can now listen live to Unity Online Radio with the Live 365 app. This is great news. How do I get the app? Getting the app is super easy. You'll need to download our broadcast partner's app, Live 365. iPhone users can go to iTunes to download the Live 365 app, Android users can go to the Android market. Once the app is downloaded onto your mobile device, search for Unity Online Radio. And voila, your favorite hosts, live on your phone. Wow. Unity Online Radio, on the go? How cool is that? To learn more, go to www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. <laughs> 